Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. Um, so, uh, new rules aimed at limiting low management and resting star players have been adopted by the NBA for the upcoming season. Teams will not be allowed to rest more than one star player uh, in a game. Uh, all-star players must be available for in-season tournaments and nationally televised games as well. The new rules also bar teams from shutting down star players for any long-term basis. So by implementing these rules, the league is hoping to achieve greater player participation over the 82-game season, prioritize national TV and in-season tournament games, and improve overall fan and public perception. That was according to an NBA memo that was sent out that ESPN had obtained. Now, the rules will impact 25 teams and 50 players deemed quote-unquote stars. So what how do you determine who a star is during these rules? Well, essentially, if you were named an all-star or an all-NBA player over the past three seasons, then you are deemed a star and these rules apply to you. So you will not be allowed to rest two of these guys or mainly more than one of these guys at the same time. Uh, you will not be able to rest these guys for nationally televised games and for the in-season tournament. So um, for the Knicks, that means only one person will apply to this rule. That would be Julius Randle. So Randle, I even laugh at the thought about Julius Randle getting rest for national TV games or for an in-season tournament game. But even if the Knicks thought about doing it, Julius Randle will not be allowed to have a, a rest during those moments. But really, because the Knicks don't have more than one star, which I think we'll get into a conversation about maybe how arbitrary these rules are, that's it. So Julius Randle can rest any other part of the season, really. It's just that he can't rest on those big-time games, essentially, because the Knicks don't have more than one star, according to these NBA rules. So a uh, violation of the new rules will result in a $100,000 fine for a first offense that increases with every offense. It gets up to, I think, uh, I think over $1 million, I think, by the third or fourth offense. The NBA also has the right to investigate what, what may appear to be bogus injuries that teams will put out there to try to circumvent the rules. So you can't say, oh, the guy's got a sore knee. Well, if it falls under these guidelines of where the NBA thinks you may be trying to arrest, arrest a guy illegally, they can then have their own medical doctors do a medical review and determine whether or not this was indeed a legit reason for a player to miss a game. So you're probably asking, what about exceptions? Well, for players 35 and older on opening night, those who have logged 34 thousand regular season minutes or a combined 1,000 regular season and postseason games, teams can seek approval from the league to rest players for back-to-back games. So your LeBron James's, Stephen Curry's, Kevin Durant's, Carl, Chris Paul's, James Harden's, those guys would fall into this uh, potential exception. You have to wait essentially a week prior to that game you're trying to rest them to say, hey, we want to rest this guy in the league and then approve or disapprove based on 
whatever information you give them. So, Tommy, what do you think of these new rules about uh, anti-resting star players in the NBA? Do you like it? I do. Um, I think it's a, a issue that had bothered many fans, more casual fans, I think, than – than uh than than hardcore diehard NBA fans, it's more of the uh, you know folks that take their kids to a couple games a year. You want to see the star players, um, and then also the kind of perception and the narrative out there allows folks um, that want to uh, you know kind of have a bad faith argument against the Knicks, you know against the players. They're lazy. They don't try hard, etc. It kind of gives them an excuse to do so. Um, when those that you know in the know. Understand that this is a it's something we've talked about on the pod before. This is a top down issue as the players yeah. aren't going to the coach, you know, and saying, listen, I need a night off. Um, right. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of similar to the Rose thing. If they if the GM tells them, listen, you're not playing back to backs, um, <laughs> you're not playing three games or four nights. I'll say, OK, yeah. I still get paid. OK, I'll, I'll sit out. Yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll move my guys from the bench, you know, um, you know, I'll, my knees can, can can use a night off. But more often than not. Um, you know, these, these, these guys don't want to play any less than the guys in the nineties and the eighties, et cetera. Um, it's just, again, it's the, the, these general managers and, you know, they have staff and advanced analytics folks, um, that have done the math and, you know, medical analysis and doctors and scientists, et cetera, have told them 82 games, uh, at a high pace at a high pace of play uh, over yeah. six month season is not great for the human body, for ligaments, for, for, you know, tendons, et cetera. Um, so if you can notch it down a little bit, that's probably increases your chance. Again, we're all in the margins here. You know, there's no, there's yeah. no guarantee. There's no definite does increase your chance of having your player healthy, um, you know, come the second round of the playoffs by 2.3%. Um, then you do so you weigh that against the, you know, the, the player loses, you know, maybe some, some flow if he's playing well and, um, you know, has to deal with, you know, the, this kind of other stuff. Um, so there's that, um, you know, aspect of it. But I do think it's beneficial for the, for the game. Um, but I, I, it's also really important to note here. Let's follow the money. It is not a coincidence that all of a sudden this gets introduced as the oh, NBA yeah. is negotiating its new TV contract. And that's Absolutely. what this is all about. Um, you know, for the most part, um, these are kind of uncomfortable conversations between the league and the Players Association. But they're soothed over by the fact that, hey, put up with this for the next six months, 12 months, 18 months. Once the ink dries on the new contract to go back to, we can go back, you know, wink, wink. Obviously this is not said, mm -hmm. but, but it's kind of a, you know, understood, I think agreement. We'll see how it plays out. If it doesn't work, some guys get injured. We can use it as an excuse to scale back, but let's get this new TV contract signed. It'll probably be a six, seven, eight year deal. Um, and it'll be literally billions of dollars. And then we can kind of go back to the status quo as it were, but at least make it look like, the 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 whether it's ESPN or mm -hmm. uh, you know ESPN ABC or Apple TV or Amazon whatever wh wh all those teams all those sides bidding against each other um, have confidence that they're not going to you know air a game on a Thursday night uh, and and you know the, and the and the two best players are out so I think that's you know really important to note. Yeah, I think for me, I think that's a great point because uh, at the end of the day, as I said during the, you know, after we did the show in the All-Star game and I did a radio show, after, after, literally right after the All-Star game. I mean, you saw David Zaslov, the CEO of Warner yep. Brothers Discovery, sitting next to Adam Silver. That was not a happy man. And that was, those were not good conversations happening. I think anybody who saw uh, those shots that kept going back to Adam Silver with, uh, that they did not like that scene. And I think it, it was uh, a good 
kind of precursor to all the things you're seeing now the NBA trying to, you know, infuse some kind of excitement into the regular season because at the end of the day, they're trying to get these companies to spend billions of dollars on their product for a regular season, including then a postseason when for a lot of NBA fans, a postseason is really all that matters. So uh, this is the kind of things you're going to see. I think not just this, but maybe even more changes that will happen over the next few months, few years. And look, I, I find this to be a little arbitrary. Right. I, I think the, the the conversation and the issue I have for me is, you know, teams not being able to rest more than one star. Okay, again, who are stars? Like Jalen Brunson technically isn't a star. So right. like, so like he, so he's like eligible. So he's like just a guy that will be, you know, Knicks can, you know, rest him anytime they want. Like anytime they want. There will be no issue with the Knicks being able to rest Jalen Brunson. There are several other players around the NBA who will fall into these categories as guys who are star players, but, uh, you know, would, but aren't t- stars by the NBA's note. I mean, Clay Thompson, because of how yeah. everything went down with his injuries and, like, he's not a star. So and, and not, like the the, the, the war, and like he probably does need the rest. The Warriors can rest him anytime they want as well. And not technically a star, but Victor Wembanyama, for instance, doesn't fall under. Right, the, he's a rookie, and yeah, and he's, he's in like and he's with the San Antonio Spurs. Right? I can guarantee yes. you he's going to be getting plenty of rest. So right. and so some of this stuff seems arbitrary, and I, I think that the headline from this was the idea that teams can't rest more than one star for a game. I just don't think that ever was an issue. Like to right. me, like if I'm watching the Lakers. And the Lakers say LeBron James is not playing. Bancy Davis is. Well, I'm I'm still disappointed, and I'm still maybe less inclined to watch the game because guess what? I want to see LeBron James. If I'm going to watch the Milwaukee Bucks play, and they say, "Oh, don't worry, guys. You know, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday; those guys are going to take the court." But Giannis Antetokounmpo has a rest day today. That's right. still a problem. I don't know how much this really fixes that. Now, I think the nationally televised games and the in-season tournament, like that, I think is good, and that was important, especially for the in-season tournament. Because I think the the league's biggest fear, I think, was that teams are going to take this thing as a joke and these guys just weren't going to play. Here, uh, I think that now these guys will have to play in this. But then even the rules that are in place don't have safeguards for what happens if a team decides to play a team guy for a first quarter and then send them out. Like, is, like uh, technically, that's still a rest day, I would assume. But, like, I don't think that – I think that would be totally fine for these uh, for these rules. The guy played. He was there. And then he, you know, came out after five minutes. Like you, you still get the rest, and you still don't have, you still have the the impact of the fact that team people that are watching the product are are kind of being, you know, they being they being, you know, like I don't know, swindled. I guess you know, you think you're gonna watch, you know, Embiid versus Jokic, but you know, Jokic comes out after you know five minutes on ESPN, and well, <laughs> what good does that do? I saw for five minutes right. Jokic versus Embiid, like right. it doesn't matter. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah, at the end of the day, I don't think there is, and this is what puts the NBA in the spot, there's no clear cut. How do you define an all-star, you know, a star player? Um, when Bayana's, you know, it's, or is it just players you want to watch? So it's kind of like the, 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 um, 
max uh, extension eligible triggers, you know, all yeah. NBA voted on by some guy, some writers take the job serious, but what's the better alternative? Have the voters, uh, have the players vote? You know, we see every year they vote like Joakim Noah's all-star, you know, like this, they don't, they don't, they don't pay too close attention to it. So um, I, I think uh, I, one thing, one thing my brother said that he thought would be a better idea was he said, shout out to Kendall Stewart. He said like why he would just have it as your two highest players pay players on every team. Because again, like the Orlando Magic, they they have nobody. Like they can they can, they can rest guys. Are, now I don't know why they would, but they can rest guys as long as they want. Or they, they could shut that guys down as long as they want. So they could shut down Paolo Bancaro if he's not an All Star this year for the last month of the season if they want to tank for a number one pick, and that's fine. So for him, he was like, look, make it your top highest paid player. Sometimes it's not necessarily ideal. You got some guys on terrible contracts, but for the most part, you would for every team you'd have guys that are valuable that then would be would have to play in these games. Yeah, then you get the Ben Simmons of the world, you know. But, but then Who's he was technically old... a star. I know, I know. <laughs> he's a star That's... in this. So he he yeah, he's under the same rules that Julius Randle's under this season. Yeah, yeah. The same same rules as LeBron and, and stuff. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, again, listen, there's no perfect, you know, solution. Uh, but again, I don't think the NBA was overly concerned with you know sol- solving this 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 puzzle. I think they were as just as concerned with the public perception of the of the issue at least being addressed, which would make the potential bidders on the TV contract feel comfortable. Look, I know it's unorthodox, and I've made the case several times, and it's outside the box. I think the NBA should just adopt personal days for all NBA players. I think you should give them three in the first half of the season, three in the second half of the season. Players should have to put in, or the teams, if it's a team thing, put in when guys are taking personal days, just like we do at our normal jobs. Just say they can't be on nationally televised games or in-season tournament games. And then we just live with the fact that there are some games that just we're not going to be paying as close attention to. And I I don't think that that's – I think the idea that we're not going to – we're not – we're refusing to embrace the elephant in the room that the NBA season is too long and that it probably needs to be short. So then we have to embrace that rest is a part of the deal. Like I, I think that the fact that they don't think that this is not going to be circumvented somewhere again, teams like the Warriors, you know, they're going to be a little screwed because they got so many all-stars, but they're going to be spreading these guys out. Like you're going to have Steph playing on Monday, Steph off on Monday, Draymond off on Tuesday, Chris Paul off on Thursday. I mean, like it's still not good for the league. Like I, I think just put the blankets things out, let the guys sit when they're supposed to sit. And then we all know when we're expecting to see these guys play. And then we can just go on from there. That's how I would do it. Yeah, I, I, well, and listen, this is just the first, you know, kind of uh, draft of this, and we'll see how it kind of plays out. Um, and then I'm sure, you know, again, it's all collectively bargained. Um, we'll, we'll see if this causes an issue with the next CBA and, and all that other stuff. So um, I would, again, I don't think this is, you know, set in stone for the next 50 years. Yeah, it will be interesting to follow, and we'll see how, you know, league trends change all the time. So, yes, I mean, maybe there's a time where we, we end up seeing guys playing close to the 82 games. And I don't, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, but it will be. I mean, I'm interested to see how this impacts the regular season. And if we do get between this and the fact that guys got to play 65 games to be all NBA um, and make various different awards, like, I am curious if we end up seeing much more participation in the season this year.